ho, you're listening to the Rumble Room. <laughs> nice. Did you get confused? Do you feel like it's Christmas? Well, I tell well, you what, it's, it's not. It's Christmas in Disney Channel Land. This is our last movie of the <laughs> 2000s, baby. I, I thought you were going to say, this is our last podcast we because we now. are sick of this shit. This shit is getting redundant, is what it said. <laughs> but no, this is our last 2000s movie. It sure is. And what a way to go out on a fucking Christmas movie. On a high note. In oh. August. <laughs> did you like my joke? Yes, I did. Sick. All right. Uh, would you have like a Christmas themed yeah. story? I was I'm thinking actually, of what? Hold up. I'm really in the mood for fall. And like oh. this is kind of making me ready for winter already. Oh, I know. In, <sighs> it's bad. Towards the end of July. I understand the Christmas in July thing. Because mm-hmm. towards the end of July, I randomly was thinking... I want to watch Home Alone and Elf and all the, the Christmas movies, Christmas. all the holiday movies. I just wanted to watch yes. all of them. I was in such a Christmassy, holiday-y mood. And now I'm just ready for sweaters. Yeah, I'm excited. I love sweaters. They hide my body perfectly. <laughs> yes. I summer love fall is the time. time for, for, I just don't feel comfortable <laughs> in the summer. I'm like, I feel sweaty. I don't either. I feel sticky. I hate wearing shorts. I hate my legs. I hate my body. It's a lot of issues. Winter and fall, I get to wear sweaters, baby, and jeans. It's a happy time. Covers everything. Boots, get out of here. So my story is, I genuinely feel like this is a big memory in my head, but I know it had to have been a dream because there's no way this really happened. (laughs) I was sleeping in... When I was little and my bed was facing kind of like the head of my bed was faced in a way that I could look outside the door of my room. Mm -hmm. Is this when we had the bunk beds? I think so. It was when we were still sharing a room, but I was in my mind. I could look through the door and the door was open to crack and the lights in the front room were on. And I swear I saw Santa Claus standing there with a sleigh talking to mom and dad casually. (laughs) I don't remember. It can't possibly be a real memory. Are you sure it wasn't Papa talking to Mom? <laughs> no, it was room. not Papa talking to them. It was... <laughs> I, can't, I can't explain it, but I'm pretty sure it was a dream. I can't imagine it was a real memory, right? Why would I have remembered that? <laughs> it's just this like vignette yeah. imagery in my head of Mom and Dad casually talking to Santa while I'm sleeping on Christmas night. Interesting. it has to be a dream, a memory, or like a made-up memory that I just decided was something I saw. It has to be something. I've done that before. Yeah, I just... Often. (laughs) I think I'm psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) Where you like make up a memory and you're like, did that actually happen? Or You're like, that memory is like so fun. (laughs) Did I? It's almost like when you have a dream and you just wish it were real. Or you have a dream and you wake up and you go... Are my parents dead? That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of dreams like that. Those aren't fun. No. I guess those are more like nightmares, but... Yeah. Anyway, we watched cool. The Ultimate, Ultimate Christmas, Christmas present, present, which was weird to watch, but also kind of into it. Um, Here's a little synopsis. I don't know why I said it like that. A girl steals a weather machine <laughs> from Santa Claus to make a snow day. The machine breaks and causes an out-of-control snowstorm. This is 5.9 stars out of 10 on IMDb. That's high for a Disney Channel movie. I know. 
Really? With 1.6K reviews. Or, like, people rating it. Let me rate I it. I mean... I'm going to rate it. Oh, I have to create a count. Never mind. For <laughs> too much work. Too much effort. Anyway, so we watched this movie. Let's, <laughs> let's, and that's the end of the podcast. Let's dive in. I mean, you basically gave the entire idea of the movie in that Away. one sentence. So this movie is about two teen girls. Brenda Song and the girl from You've Got Mail. <laughs> Their names are Sam and Allie. And they... I don't even know how to begin with this movie. Oh, no. Angel. <laughs> Angel, no one asked you to come in here. He wants to be on the podcast again. What's up? Angel, you can't keep guest starring on the podcast. You didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> Angel oh just gosh. did this weird little dance before he hopped up onto the bed. I'm not. He literally did like a Cupid shuffle. <laughs> that was really weird. Well, in this movie, there's Mrs. McGuire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A couple movies ago, and Mom's got a date with a vampire. We had Mr. McGuire. Now we have Mrs. McGuire. Right. This is one of her first like movies that she did. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. And then the younger brother is Spencer Breslin, who does a few other Disney mm-hmm. Channel movies as well. Also goes on to play, um, what's his name in that? It's not Bernard. Bernard's the love of my life. In Santa Claus 2 and 3. Is he in the second one? I thought he was only in the third. He's in the second one. Oh, but Bernard's gone from the third. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, he's playing yeah. the younger brother, Joey, of Allie. And Allie, I literally don't remember how this movie goes. <laughs> how this movie starts? I don't either. The dad's a businessman that travels often. Like He's like a workaholic. Right. Classic Disney Channel. And mom's a caterer. Trope. So she's really busy with the holidays coming Because up. there's a lot of holiday parties, New Year's, Christmas, yeah. all that stuff. And Ari and I cannot remember anything from the beginning of this movie, which means it clearly wasn't that important. So let's just get to the main plot point. Also, I've started not taking notes on these movies because I just watch them and I go, what am I going to write down? This is dumb <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I usually just write it out so that I don't forget things, but clearly that didn't work. So let's just get to the main point of this movie. Allie and Sam somehow get lost in the woods while they're riding home on their bikes. I think Sam says something about getting lost. Really? I thought they just stumbled across a shed. But that's the point is they got lost and that's why they came across this cabin in the middle of the woods, which number one, bad idea. Yeah, Why I've are you approaching seen, it? Isn't that a scary movie called Cabin in the Woods with yes. uh, Jennifer Lawrence? I don't know who's in it. But yes, it's a scary movie. Well, Jennifer was in that movie called House at the End of the Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods is with Chris Hemsworth. I think. Because I think there's it's also bad. a horror movie called The Cabin. You're right. I don't know. I don't, Either way, it's a bad idea to approach a cabin in the middle of the woods. If it's made out of wood, in the <laughs> woods... Step away. You know what Just I mean? Just don't go up to an abandoned or mm. occupied building. Well, yeah, because they look in the window and they see this ma- old man who's like just pissed, tearing up his whole yeah. room. He's like, nothing's working. Damn it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, this guy's like cray cray. And then he throws something out and they go to inspect, which I don't know if you've ever done that. You see somebody throwing their trash out and mm-hmm. you go, 
Let me see what <laughs> shit they have. I'm going to ah, dig through their garbage. They ate a lot of bananas this week. Like, nobody does that. Yeah. Like, you see somebody throw something out, you go, eh, that's gross. And you leave. No. They go and inspect the freaking trash cans, <laughs> and they go, ooh, this looks like a robot. Let's pick it up and take it home. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many things it could be. Well, and either way, took it home. they pick up this thing, which ends up being a weather machine, and the yeah. old man in the cabin ends up being Santa. And he's a creepy looking Santa. He's like, yeah. you remember Tim Allen? Okay, we're going back to this. Tim oh Allen, God. when he's the fake Santa, when he's the plastic Santa? Yeah. That's what he looked like. <laughs> like, they dyed his hair for that. Yeah, they did. And it looks bad. They dyed his eyebrows. It just does. And he's just, like tan because he lives in California. Also, the idea of this Santa is creepy, which we'll get to. Oh, yeah, the foot fetish? Yes, it's just weird, Odd. and I, we'll get into it. But they take this weather machine. They don't know what it is yet, but Sam and Allie run away after taking this out of the Santa's trash. <laughs> Sam and Allie just sounds like a really fun way to say salmonella. <laughs> salmonella yeah sam and Allie. <laughs> <laughs> well they go to Allie's house and they start messing around with this machine realizing that it can make it rain in the room it can make it snow and Allie gets this bright idea because she has a five-page essay due the the next day is, is the it day five pages yeah. i thought it was two no it's five interesting how old are they supposed to be in this one 13 14 they get it's supposed to be like their end of first semester project, I'm assuming. Okay. And the next day is the day right before break. Yeah. Their winter holiday break. So and like their last projects and tests are due that day. And Allie doesn't like that. She has to cram this entire assignment in, into one day. Yeah. But meanwhile, Sam reminds her, you've had a week to do it, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, the dad is... <clears throat> Work is calling him away, so he has to go hop a plane like a few days before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And he said that he'll be back in time for Christmas Eve. So it's not a big deal. He'll be back for like the important things. Right. And they're messing around with this weather machine. Allie gets the idea, I am going to set this outside my window and I'm going to make it snow in California. And hopefully we'll get a snow day tomorrow so that I don't have to worry about my homework and Mm -hmm. we get an extra day of break. So she turns it on and nothing happens. And right. Sam's like, well, that was a dumb plan. And she was like, eh, maybe it just takes time because it's a bigger area. Circumference, if you will. Also, I've got to say, this is pretty much every kid's dream. To control the weather? To, to have, have a snow day. To have a snow day. Oh, yeah. I loved. Everyone loved getting snow days. I loved every every day in winter. The first thing I would do would wake up. Turn on my computer. Look to see if I have a snow day. Either, uh, and get ready, or, (laughs) and go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Yeah, it's such a relief when you wake up. I remember there would be times where I'd wake up and mom go, go back to bed. You have a snow day. And it was like, oh, yes. The worst, though, is when you get ready for the whole day and then you're sitting there watching the news and waiting for your school to come over. You're watching every school except yours get closed and you're like, damn it. Because they haven't all the time with us. (laughs) There were, but I know there were some days during like my later, my later seasons, <laughs> <laughs> the later seasons of my life, what? the later years of high school when KCTC was a thing that KCTC would be closed, but East Grand Rapids would not. So I had a half day. <laughs> that was the best. It's so funny. <laughs> I think it was because of the, the bus the system. Buses, yeah. 
Because um, we, we lived, but so it was all, all within walking distance. Right. A lot of people lived within walking distance and the bus system wasn't really a thing we a used. Thing. No. So they were like, you can walk in the blizzard. It's yeah. like, wait, you guys are crazy. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> it eventually ends up working, this snow machine. It makes it snow overnight and they do, in fact, get a snow day. Mm-hmm. But there's also that whole scene of Allie waiting at the TV, waiting to hear her school yep. get closed, which is, I mean, it's a real feeling. Accurate. And kids in California never get those. So. I know. I wonder, they probably get other types of days. Earthquake day. <laughs> I don't know. Like, hey, I don't we, know. Just had you a, know we just had a 7.5. You guys can stay home in your broken <laughs> houses. Have a nice one. It's like. I don't know. If you live out in California, please let us know. Do you have different types um, of days off? Megan, I need you to inform <laughs> me. And or Sarah. I need that uh, informed. Yeah, let us know if you have some type of day off due to whatever weather thing is going on. You know what's crazy? We could ask mom and dad. <laughs> That's true, because they also grew up in California. All right, and we have our first contestant on, did you live in California? <laughs> so we were talking about how... We Every, had snow days. Yeah, we had snow days in high school and we would like, whatever. Did California have like an earthquake day or something like that where you could get out of high school for a day? Um, I think we, uh, we were at school one time when there was an earthquake and then we all gathered to the field and then the parents picked us up. So we got to go home then. Like early? Yeah. Because that doesn't happen that often. But you didn't have like a, hey, there's a tornado, go home. Mm, no, not really. Or, uh, hey, it's a dust storm. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's a bunch of tumbleweeds attacking the school. No, because even with, like, heavy rain or, no, we still went. I can't think of a time. Like, maybe if the power was out or something, they would call Mm. it off. But as far as weather, pretty minimal. Now, this is our dad, by the way. (laughs) Anyway, we didn't just pull a random man off the street. street. Uh, Can I go back to my car now? (laughs) Um, did you ever, like plot to like <laughs> take down the cords so take you down the have, what like like the power no <laughs> like plot to take, no i to i knock the school's power out no i had my own schedule of when i was going to school and not going to school <laughs> that's true you skipped all the time i chose to do that i was gonna say dad just decided to skip school whenever he wanted yeah i would go like first and second class and then just go home <laughs> I think our dad, our dad has a report card where he's failing in every class except for theater. And it's so <laughs> accurate to like who he is and who we are as people. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you just pick the fun classes and then screw the rest. I'll make up for it later, basically. We were too, technically we must have been two of a goody two shoes because yeah. dad was like, snow day? I don't need a snow day. I'll just skip. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was funny. Like, I think during my senior year, I was like, hey, mom, do I have to do this? And she was like. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I kind of screwed up my freshman year and then had to pay for it the next three to make up for mm. what I did. The damage of my freshman year. <laughs> I mean, I would I would skip and then you used to have to have to like have a parent write a note and you had to turn mm. it in like when you came back. And so I just like wrote my mom's name. <laughs> so forgery, fraud, you know, MIA. But Our somehow father, I made it through. <laughs> Our dad, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you for joining our podcast and informing us of your different uh, miscreant behavior. Yeah, well, each to his own, as they say. Yeah, I guess so. I'm going back to my car now. (laughs) Next time on Did You Live in California, we'll have our mom. (laughs) 
We could technically have Caitlin, but she wouldn't remember anything from then. <laughs> She'd be like, um, I was a baby. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway. Okay. Well, now that we've learned about that. This podcast is educational. It sure is. <laughs> so I'm just going to kind of speed through a lot of this because I, run. because I just, we can get to the main points. So Mrs. Claus and Mr. Claus, they're talking to each other over their phone or something like an intercom. I don't know how they speak. I, they like have a computer or something. Communication is key. And we're introduced to Sparky and Crumpet, who are two elves. Dude, I hate those bitches so much. Sparky and Crumpet can go spark and crump themselves. <laughs> spark and crump themselves. For those of you who don't know what that means, it's light themselves on fire and break their bones. Because <laughs> I hate them. I can't. Them. Okay. So they're elves, but they're tall elves. Get it? Because, because uh, you know, elves are often... We're, mis- we're misrepresented in media. We're tall and we're cool. We don't have high voices. Yeah, it's like, I don't understand how what the point of this story like is. Bernard was a sexy bitch. Shut up. <laughs> David Crumholtz, if you're out there listening, I love you. Uh, so, apparently these elves are going to help find the weather machine, so they come from the North Pole to help Santa. But they're like the bad elves. Like, they're not number one and number two like they're the right they're the oh we keep making mistakes and every time we make an invention where they're the spencer of iCarly <laughs> like every time they make an invention it falls to shit <laughs> right so like they're not good elves but they're like we want to prove ourselves to mr claus right and so mrs claus is like okay <laughs> she's like the two other like head elves are busy so i guess i'll send you um and then we're also introduced to edwin hadley who is the weatherman <laughs> And he, oh my when the snow day starts happening, everyone is like, Edwin, you didn't predict this was happening. He was like, meteorologist my ass. Yeah. And so everyone at his work and everyone basically hates Edwin. And he's just, his mission is, I'm going to get to the bottom of this and figure out exactly where this storm circulated from. He's like, I got to find the source. Yeah. And it's once again, dumb. He ends but- up sort of becoming the villain, but then not. But, like, I watch the news now and meteorologists are still very wrong. Well, yeah. And I never have gone, what the hell, Edwin? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get, like, what the big deal is. Yeah, I don't get mad about people not predicting weather correctly either. Even the weatherman gets caught in the rain sometimes, baby. Shut up. (laughs) I'm just quoting a song. Um, So he's trying to find the source of this and... His job is also kind of depending on this because his boss is breathing down his neck about this snow. So Sparky and Crumpet, it's it just doesn't feel right saying those names seriously, but I am. Crumpet and Sparky, does that make you feel better? No. I wonder if I say it in a British accent. Sparky and Crumpet went with Santa Claus. What, what the <laughs> hell kind of British? Why did you go for like wait. British man narrator? Yeah, wait, but that wasn't even British. It was just like an old timey type yeah. of... Hello, my name is George McGuffin. What the <laughs> hell is happening? Okay. George McGuffin's going to be on the podcast. 100%. That's, how, that's how I'm going to say Sparky and Crumpet for the rest of this podcast. Sparky and Crumpet went with Santa and they found footprints. <laughs> Sparky and Crumpet went with Santa. And uh, they had a good old time. They went bowling. No, this is when it starts getting creepy. They find footprints of the two girls in the snow. Oh, my gosh. 
and they decide, well, there's only certain types of girls that have these shoes. And Santa pulls a fact out of His nowhere. Ass. He goes, oh, well, you know, I know how I know. many girls have that size. He <laughs> says, he says there's about 1,328 girls with a size seven and a half foot that wear those types of shoes in the L.A. area. And it's like, ew, you sound like a creepy then, stalker pedophile. But then to like make it worse, he goes... We'll just check the naughty girl list. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that makes it creepier. Like, if you had said naughty list, let's just check the naughty list no. for those people. No. Fine. But he goes, and here's our naughty girl list, and we'll Ugh. go through these and Ugh. figure out who has that <laughs> size shoe. And it's, it's like, like, only a naughty girl would steal my weather machine. Right. And it's, it's like, like, ew, what are you um, doing? Santa, you got a foot fetish and you're talking about naughty girls. Get and you're you wanting weirdo? to find the naughty girls that with the weird foot shoe, <laughs> foot shoe. <laughs> I'm sorry, shoe so then, foot. This is this is what the summary says. It says Santa and L set off to interrogate each girl on the naughty list that wears those type of shoes. Doesn't that sound like the beginning of a Dateline episode? <laughs> it's like three, three men <laughs> were found looking at little girls' feet. <laughs> it's really creepy, and, and then interrogating them, them and called them naughty. Yeah, and cornered them for being naughty. <laughs> like ew yeah. but they just like pop up and appear in like little girls homes yeah and then there's and like girls like, on the they're like do you have my weather machine but remember there's some girls on the playground and that's even creepier yeah they go and confront these girls in the park well then while this search is going on the snowstorm is getting worse it's getting out of hand really Allie and sam but mostly Allie, is freaking out because now her dad has called in and said, I don't think I'm going to make it back mm -hmm. to be there for Christmas Eve because of this snowstorm. It's spread all the way to San Francisco and it's no longer just in L.A. So this snow machine has gotten out of hand. <laughs> so then, then Allie's like, oh shit, I should probably turn that off. So she goes to her windowsill, tries to turn it off. It won't turn off. It's like broken now. Probably because it's been running too long. Probably. So now this blizzard had started... And they have no idea how to fix this machine. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBC ABC DFJ. But you don't want people to just call you Trudy? Well, yes, of course. I feel like I said that all the time. And then when I don't, I don't even notice what you do. Yeah, because it's a catchphrase right now, Trudy. Come on. Just call me Drude. Give the people what they want, Drudy. You can just call me Drude. Okay, you want to hear the product that I have for you? I would love to. Is it fresh off the market? No, it's an old, old product. Just kidding, of course it's fresh off the market. <laughs> we don't sell old products. <laughs> <laughs> that was the creepiest laugh. Well, it's called a snow globe. A globe of snow? It's a snow of globe. <laughs> what does it do? What is its purpose? Well, you shake it around, you dangle it from the air, you hang it on a wire, you smash it over someone's head. You could do anything with it. <laughs> so it's like a sex toy. Absolutely. But really, it's more just for enjoyment, watching the uh, the snow fall slowly, gently down to the bottom of the globe. You shake it around, the snow looks like salt pepper flakes. I mean, wait, just salt flakes? Or just <laughs> grains of salt? Is that what it's called? I think so. Is it, why is it called a grain of salt, but not a grain of pepper? It's a pepper flake. Right? Yeah, I guess. But, or is it a 
Pepper shaving. Is it a speck of pepper? Ooh, that sounds like a good novel. I'm going to start my detective novel, A Speck of Pepper. Do you like that idea? I love that idea. She I'm finds thinking clues. about it. I'm thinking about, you know, turning my career from murdering into writing murder novels. A, I a mean, alleged, alleged murder. Thank you so much, Drudy. You saved me a ton of legal court cases by Listen, correcting me. I know. Anyway, the snow globe, it's fun. It's filled with water, I think. I, okay. It could be some other type of solution. We don't know. I've never cracked one open. It's liquid. It's some type of liquid. You've never cracked one. You tell me you've never cracked one over somebody's head. Trudy. I'm just curious. I'm not going to say if I have or haven't. So no, I have never, ever just attempted to crack open a snow globe on someone's head. nod if you have. Very interesting. They'll never know if I nodded or not, right? Nope. Thank God we're on the radio and not TV. And I mean that for multiple reasons. No one should be able to look, recognize what my face looks like. My face should not be recognizable. <laughs> Drudy. What? Our faces are on backslash Drudy. No, Trudy. they aren't. We are the logo. What the fuck? Remember Did Susan? Susan? Susan said it up I, that way. I am going to kill Susan. Damn it, I wish we had kept Jimmy. Too bad he had to go. What? We have like five interviews after this. Anyway, how much is these snow globes going for? The snow globe, it's like, I mean, it depends on the size. So I'm for like sure. a small one, how a much? A small one, it's about like 50 cents. How much for like a giant one? A giant one, I mean. Like one that I could live in. Well, you know what? I think they have like blow up snow globes that you can like inflate in the front of your house and put a light in front of it. Why those the, are like, why the those hell? are like $80,000. Why the hell would I want that? That's like a decoration. For what? For Christmas? I don't know, you could hide something in there. Like a body? Don't say body. Like a body of water? Yes, like a body of water. Exactly like the things that are in the snow globe that I would have no idea because I never tried to crack it open on someone's head. No. Well, you can find this product at backslash Drudy Trudy dot Love com. And back to the podcast. I really want to try and do that with you today. Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were going to continue that? No, I wasn't going to continue that. Sorry. That's okay. So, Edwin, the weatherman, remember him? No. He, he ends up locating the source of the storm and finds out it's at Allie's house, so he's on his way over there. I'm on my way. <laughs> Send me on my way. On my way. Oh, I love that song. Oh, I love Matilda. Oh, me too. Are we going to keep going, uh, and then saying something? <laughs> uh. So, Allie and Sam, they find out that Joey, Allie's little brother, has been messing with the me- weather machine. No, not Joey Lawrence from Horse no. Sense. I know y'all were waiting for it. You no. were waiting. He was messing no, with it, and that's also partly the reason why it's broken. Yeah, because he thought it was like his Christmas gift that his sister was hiding from him. Right. Like an idiot. <laughs> so, Allie Who and hides Sam... hides gifts? I'm sorry. Who hides gifts in a flower basket on the outside of their window? No one. Exactly. What a moron. <laughs> I would have never... I well, said. then the power goes out. Naturally. In the whole neighborhood. And Allie mm-hmm. and Sam, they decide we gotta go to the shed to at least get flashlights to look around. They get to the shed. 
So then they encounter Santa, Crumpet, and Sparky. And Santa goes, oh, you must, you're the last naughty girl on our list. You must be the one that's the causing all this trouble. Is Sam not on the naughty list? Yes, they make that a point. They say, you, young lady, are on the nice list because you're a positive, good role model and you're an overachiever in school, which I guess are, I don't know. Those are good things. Yeah, they are good things. And they say, you definitely can't be the culprit, so it must be Allie. And I like that they they didn't start with Allie. <laughs> she has an A name. <laughs> and she's the last on their list. Yeah. Are all the naughty girls start with A's? <laughs> they only have A names. And it's like, like A-L, so it's even towards like the middle of the alphabet. There's no so there's Ashleys. No- there, yeah, no. There's no bad Ashleys. <laughs> bad no. Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> they all decide, we've got to fix this weather machine. Now, while this is happening, Edwin has somehow broken into their home, and he's trying to find the weather machine. He ends up finding it in Allie's room. A grown man just broke into a young girl's room. Yep, you heard me right. Well, and doesn't he open the door? Like, when the mom opens the door, he's like, you guys won this contest. And she's like, we didn't That's enter right. a contest. And he's like, well, you won it anyway. Yeah. And somehow, then she invites him in. Yeah, somehow he gets in their house. And then he's like, hey, I would really <laughs> like it if you could make me mac and cheese and nuts and all this other stuff. And then she's like, okay. <laughs> And she does. She's like, I got nothing else better to do because all my jobs got canceled. (laughs) Well, Did we mention that the dad is stuck in San Francisco? Yes. Okay, good. So then he is up in Allie's room. Santa and the crew (laughs) go. (laughs) Santa Santa and the crew go up to Allie's room to get the weather machine and they find Edwin in there. It sounds like like J. Crew. (laughs) All I'm imagining is Santa and the crew is just an underwear line for Santa. And they end up cornering Edwin and say, give us that weather machine. Edwin says, no, this is the key to me being the best weatherman in the world because I can always predict what the weather is going to be since I can control it. I mean, I guess the thing is broken. So yeah, how are you going to make it work? He ends up running away, trying to escape from then. And he ends up stealing a snowmobile, (laughs) drives the snowmobile through all the snow covered streets. And then he crashes into a chocolate factory. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is this movie's plot? I don't know. I just... (laughs) Well, he flies forward and falls into a chocolate vat like the Joker. (laughs) And uh, Josh from Drake and Josh. Yeah. (laughs) Like a pool of chocolate milk. That's when he becomes the evil chocolate super villain who's like... Then he comes out of it, half of his face is burned (laughs) from the acid of chocolate. Well, no, the- half of his face is just hardened. <laughs> like a like a, he's like the Easter bunny. Like a hand-dipped. Yes. Hand-dipped <laughs> ice cream. Hand-dipped Edwin. <laughs> so then Santa and J. Crew, they show up at the chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> they show up at the chocolate factory and they follow the chocolatey footsteps. <laughs> and Willy Wonka's there. And then the Oompa Loompas do a dance and talk about how Edwin could have been better. They follow the chocolate footsteps and all the chocolate droppings that... Once again, talking about <laughs> that dropping... Left. My God. Was that in the summary? No, I just made it up. He left all these chocolate droppings and they're following that. His fudge that. puddles. Yeah, his fudge puddles. And they follow him, the steps all the way up to a ladder and he's hiding at like the rafters of the building. You glossed over the fact that Santa is once again following footsteps. <laughs> yeah, him, him and these feet, it's a little out of hand. 
Melissa and I have the opposite of foot fetishes. We have foot phobias. We both hate yeah, feet. It's weird. It's like, get your foot out of my face. Yeah, I don't like feet. I don't want to touch them. Like, you will massage mom and dad's. I don't, I will literally I don't puke. mind that aspect of it. No, I I'm just puke. saying, I don't like a foot just resting on, like, my leg or something like that. It's like, can you like just feet. move your foot slightly away? I wish people were Bratz dolls. <laughs> just rip <laughs> off your feet. Just a nub. I'd just. be better with a nub than a foot. Nice. At the end of the day, you just... Okay, so they locate Edwin at the top of the rafters. Sparky tries to go up the ladder, and Edwin ends up falling backwards into another, like, bag of vat of cotton candy. And it's not cotton candy. It's just, like, cotton just balls cotton. that were mm-hmm. taped to him or something. It's <laughs> dumb. And then I guess that's the way they catch him. They just take him back it's to... It's Home Alone style. Yeah, they catch him, take him back to Santa's shack cabin, and that's where he and repairs... And they tie him up. And... Yeah, they do tie him up, and that's where Santa starts to repair the weather machine. I was joking. They actually tie him up? I don't remember that. I think they do tie him up in a I chair. I was just saying it like, they take him back to the cabin, they tie him <laughs> up, they whip him. Like... No, no, no. I think he actually got tied up in a chair that's sitting there. Interesting. But he's got chocolate and cotton candy all over his face, and it looks really right. dumb. So then Santa is trying to repair this machine. Allie and Sam are trying to help him out, and he finishes putting it all together, and it's still not working. Then Allie says something like, did you check the batteries? And he's like, of course I checked the... And then he opens up the machine and goes, oh, that's right. I forgot that I have these batteries that last 150 years, but I forgot to change them out. Do you remember this plot? Homie G, I don't. I <laughs> literally... Like, Ariana looks so confused and I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? I watched this movie with you and at this point, <laughs> I looked up and the man had poop and like cotton on his face. That's what it looked like. And I said... I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I checked out. I do not remember it being the batteries that was the issue. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He Why like, wouldn't be, that be the first? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold no, up, no, no. Up. Listen, he. it's like he just put in like a C-sized battery, but he really needed these Santa special Mary batteries. No way. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, he has these special batteries that he makes in the North Pole that last like 150 years. But wait. Which, well, why well, is he not jumping on the market for that shit? That's... He could sell that like nobody's business. Because he's not in it for that money. He's in it for the feet. Um, <laughs> uh, why didn't his wife mention this? Why didn't... Out of Apparently anybody, Mrs. Why, Claus is also dumb. He has... Wait, 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 wait. He has so many elves. His top... His head elves didn't say, hey, why don't you check the batteries? His <laughs> wife didn't go, why don't you check the batteries? He was out in the shack cabin, summer cabin. I don't I'm care. Sure. There's obviously a way for him to communicate with them. He was calling her on, her on his cell phone. I know. Phone, landline, whatever. I know. I don't know. It's a plot hole. Well, the batteries end up being the problem. So they fix it and then they're able to stop the blizzard. And Allie says to Santa, I just have one wish. And she whispers it to him. And then we cut to Christmas for you. (laughs) Is in this life. All that you want to do, your dreams stay big. Your worries stay small. Little rascal fat. We're not the Rascal Flats, we're the Rascal Fats. <laughs> A little um, Rascal Fats for you. <laughs> we're the off-brand Rascal Flats. <laughs> well, it's Christmas morning. <laughs> Allie runs downstairs and they, you know, Joey, Allie, and the mother are sitting there. Allie says, I think we should wait for dad before we open the presents. 
And the mom, Mrs. McGuire, is like, it could be a long time before he gets here. There it is. And Allie and Joey say, that's okay. Well, two seconds later, Sparky and Crumpet have pulled up. In a red Jeep. In a red Jeep. And they brought Allie's father home. They all run out. Yes! Sparky and Crumpet pretend to be just two guys that randomly picked up Which the is dad. Like, dad, that's how you get trafficked or murdered or whatever. He just accepted a random ride from two people who were like, oh, we're going your way. Yeah. And he was like, I yeah, mean, he was sense. desperate. He was desperate. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Well, they got him there by the magic of Christmas like and the cups. magic of Santa. And... Then the dad comes out. They're all playing around in the snow with each other and having a good old time. Which, our mom was watching this with us, and she pointed out they run out in their pajamas and like their they have like their their slippers on. And I feel like that'd be more uncomfortable than just bare feet, because bare feet you can go in, do a bath, put some socks on. Slippers, those slippers are ruined forever. You've yeah. just wasted your mother's money. We also didn't mention that the, all the little girl wants, Allie, all she wants is like some rollerblades. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, rollerblades your way and, through life, baby. And when Christmas morning comes, mom says, I'm sorry, Allie, we couldn't get the rollerblades because I wait two days before Christmas to go shopping for yeah. your gifts. They, That's insane. Do not do that. To be fair, Allie didn't tell the dad like until the day before he left for his business trip. He was, she but was that's like, because I the- want rollerblades that's because they've made the habit of being like hey your christmas presents are getting bought three days before christmas yeah what the, what like, do you what? want what do you want it's like did you not learn anything from jingle all the way then there was this whole thing we forgot to mention that santa gives this pep talk to edwin the weatherman and says listen oh. being bad you don't have to be the bad guy edwin there are other jobs that involve weather in which you can have a great time and not have the stress of being an anchor man and then at the end, the end scene is Edwin in Antarctica, and he's apparently like a teacher, like he's teaching weather patterns to people, and he's only teaching to guys that look exactly like him. It's like, yeah, way to diversify the idea that weatherman or weather people nerds are just, you know, a bunch of white guys in glasses. Like, what the fuck I, was that ending? You that know was what? the end. You know what? I totally blocked that scene out because it made no sense to me. It would make made more sense to me that they ended with like the dad coming home yeah, and, and then throwing playing in the snow. snow because it faded to black after that point. Yeah, and then it fades. It's back like a, up. a, a post credit or before credit scene that they fade out and come back up to. We end with Edwin. We Edwin was that. like the most insignificant part. Like Sparky and Crumpet had more of a meaning to me than Edwin did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I apparently have selective memory when it comes to the ultimate Christmas present. So, what was your moral of the story? My moral of the story just came to me when we were talking at the end there. Do not wait three days before Christmas to buy your children's presents if you celebrate Christmas. Or really any holiday that involves president. Presidents. <laughs> for, so, President's Day. You know, for President's <laughs> Day. And that's about it. Any holiday that For involves any presidents, <laughs> shut up. Any holiday that involves presents, <laughs> just you know, make sure you prepare enough time in advance. So we're talking Valentine's. We're talking, we're talking Christmas. Any, we're talking that birthdays. Yeah, even Easter. You gotta get those eggs and just make sure you're prepared and have those things beforehand. Don't wait last minute for that stuff because then you're most likely not gonna find it. The one holiday you can wait last minute for is President's Day. <laughs> And maybe like St. Patty's Day, because you just go get beer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What's your moral of the story? My moral of the story is that the ultimate Christmas present 
is being present. Oh my word. Poet. Didn't know it. <laughs> you're a poet. Didn't expect That's it. That's what I didn't, didn't expect it. Aerie, you always do that. You always say, you're a poet. Didn't it's because know it. that book that I know the you're <laughs> they're a poet and they didn't know it or whatever. You're a poet. I didn't expect it. Well, didn't expect that. that was the end. And wrapping it up with a nice rip girls that, reference. And that's the end of the 2000s Disney Channel <laughs> movies. What's our next movie, Melissa Ashley? Oh, it's Motocrossed and I think Xenon the Sequel. That's exciting. I think Xenon the Sequel is first oh, and Motocrossed. Right. Still exciting times. So we're going to have a um, a guest again for Motocrossed. Anyway. Anywho. Well, goodbye. Adios. Just cut that out. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas